What's up guys? Welcome back to The Standpoint. You can take it or leave it. So for today's Old Roots episode, we are going to be revisiting the um, law school topic that we've had before in our previous um, original podcast. But this time, we're going to be focusing more on the self-growth aspect of things. You know, what it's like so far being a law student in law school, about any learnings or, you know, pretty much anything that they've gotten so far from being students. So with that said, we, we have invited um, three students here with us from law school. Um, of course, one of them is Incel. You know, you guys know Incel. So, ayon. Um, but before we start, maybe you guys can go introduce yourselves. Like, we can go alphabetical order na lang, so it's easier. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Ali Crespo. I'm currently a second-year law student at the Ateneo Law School. Okay. Awesome. Welcome. Hi guys, I'm Arianne. I'm also in my second year of law school in the Ateneo Law School. However, me and Ali are not in the same block. <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, hello everyone, I'm Incel. I'm, uh, I'm also a second year student from law school. Uh, Ateneo Law School. But I'm not same block with uh, either of them. Okay, well, same school at least. <laughs> yeah, welcome guys. Glad to have you guys here with us. So... Yeah, I guess to get the ball rolling muna, like before we get into the whole reflective questions and all that, um, we want to know like what made you guys decide to be you know lawyers, you know why you wanted to enter law school in the first place, diba? So what's your um, stories? Anyone can go this time, like whoever's ready. Yeah, it doesn't need to be a top of that color race. I think for me personally, ever since I was a kid, my parents always told me I was bad right to be a lawyer. Like it was something that was meant for me because ever since I was young, I like to read a lot and I read books very quickly. And since at that time, my Lolo was a judge. So they're saying that there has to be someone in the family to also join the legal profession and so mm-hmm. as I was growing up I never really thought about doing anything else and when I got to college for my undergrad we had a class in international law and I remember thinking it's something that I really wanted to pursue it was something that really interested me and something that excited me so that's why I decided after college I'd go to law school uh I think for me it took a while like it was always at the back of my head but then, for a while, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. And then, mm-hmm. at one point, I remember having this conversation with Ariane. And I was just like, yeah, maybe blood isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, we ended up in the same undergrad course. And blockmates in college. And yeah, same story. Like, I sat in that international law class. And saw how everything moved. And I was like, okay, hey, this is cool. Let's go for another four years. And oh. so far, no regrets. <laughs> hmm. That's what matters. Yeah. No as long as you don't regret what you're doing. <laughs> uh, I suppose it's my turn. Um, well, I just uh, wanted to become a lawyer because uh, it's supplementary to my accounting in undergrad. Tapos, uh, I suppose, being as a lawyer, I 
could help my family in some financial problems. Uh, uh, it's something that I see myself doing uh, for the rest of my life, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, can I be your own personal no, lawyer. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> just one. No, like yeah. Um, this is a this is a you know of course a path in life that, that takes a lot of commitment for sure. Like you know after school you have even more school and then you have bar prep right and then when you become a lawyer that's when the real work like it, it's all over the place. Still again, we just had an episode recently also with med students and hearing the like the schedules that they have even now palang like it it's a lot of commitment that that's required to, you know, take this path in life and really do have a lot of respect for all of you guys taking the initiative to stick with this, despite knowing, even going into it, like how hard it's going to be. There's a lot of adjustment that comes with it also. So having been in law school for a time now, more or less a year, right? Or almost a year for so how different was the experience, you know, going through having just purely online setting and then adjusting now to the, more face-to-face hybrid-ish like how did it impact and affect your schedules with like everything else your other priorities at first for me i dreaded the thought of going back on site because online your schedule is basically super flexible you can Mm. take your classes in bed because sometimes your prof allows you to have your cam off or sometimes you can go to a different place and for example be in your friend's house while taking your classes but then on site, obviously, you have to show up so early in the morning. And then you go about your day having to be around other people. And you're not just in the comfort of your own bedroom. But after a while, like after two, two to three weeks, I started to enjoy on-site classes because I realized I became more productive. Because when you're in that, when you're in that environment where everyone's also studying, everyone's also going through the daily grind especially with your blockmates and you see them working hard and studying, you also feel motivated to study and do your work. Especially for me, my classes, well, I think also for Ali, our classes end at night, like 9 p.m. So after school, when you go home, you're super tired. You can't really do that much schoolwork anymore because you'd rather sleep. So it's good that when you're on site in the day, you also have the time to study in between your classes. So you don't have to do all that when you get home after class anymore i think for me like adjusting to on-site was a little rough to the extent that prior to having to go to school i just roll out of bed put on a polo and then go to class and i'd be in shorts and it wouldn't matter right like if you wake up late it's fine you only need two minutes to put a shirt on that's true but now it's just like oh traffic Oh, what am I gonna wear? Oh, did I did I pack my water? Did I pack all of my books? Now, like not like not a lot of stuff is within arm's reach anymore, and there's like a lot of physical adjustment to that extent. But I think what I appreciate about onsite is one the fact that I can draw a boundary between work and life now, like with the hybrid setup or rather the online setup you really feel compelled to study around the clock. That, or if you're in a slump, if you're in a slump, if you're burnt out, you really won't study. Like what Arabs was mentioning a while ago. Like if you're not into it, you're not into it at that period of time. But then like with onsite, 
apart from the fact that you are motivated, it's really also nice to find solace in the idea that there are people commiserating with you. <laughs> like, part of law school is having bad days. Mm-hmm. And when you have a bad day, it's not, it's not like you're going to hop off a Zoom call and then just cry yourself to sleep that day. Like, you can complain to your friends and cry to your friends now. And that's something you didn't have in the online setup. So for me, that was like one of the best things about having to adjust from online to onsite. Uh, for me, naman, uh, the adjustment from online to onsite. Uh, I kind of agree with uh, uh, mostly what was said by Arian because uh, in when it was online, there your time management was flexible because it's just online. You can just do it the comfort of your own home. Uh, you can study at your own hours. Uh, and the only thing you have to do is just attend the class. But when you're on site, you have to not only plan your study schedule and class schedule, but you also have to plan how you're gonna get to school. Uh, like uh, how long, how long, how long can you afford to sleep, or It's all about uh, time management. That for me, that was the biggest adjustment: managing your time because uh, you have to make sure that uh, when you get called, sana hindi siya bad dress it because. Uh, so you might take it out on you. So yeah, uh, find time to to study and uh, uh, with your friends or by yourself. Yeah, yeah super understand. There's, there's no boundary talaga when you're doing class from home. Like I remember I'd be doing like classes for my major while I was playing Call of Duty on the side. Which is a really bad thing to do, right? But but I'm a like master procrastinator, like I'm a super clutch worker, so for me, but for other people I know, like they they would be studying like the whole day, they wouldn't reply. And that's really how a lot of people would do it. And there's no separation of having time to do anything else because you are compelled since your desk is just there, your laptop's there, your class is almost gonna be like starting already, and your books are there. There's no reason why you can't be studying the whole day. But then getting to experience going to campus you really know that you're there to do your work and when you leave yeah. that's the time that you can dedicate for other things right if your if your schedule like prohibits it but yeah oh, and another thing is like at least we got a new appreciation for um in, in person classes like actually going to school but before we dreaded like going to school every day I hate and all that <laughs> and when the pandemic happened we were at home long and I mean starting when we started online classes we all hated it because it was something new then when we got used to it we were like okay like maybe i can like like bear with this and then now face-to-face came back you know we had to make readjustments in the mind you know it's funny how we like almost all our life now we would go to school in person and then when the pandemic happened and then when it slowly died down it's like we forgot now how to like you know actually like interact with people and deal with all of the you know driving to school, finding parking, and worrying about everything else. So, but at least again, like what some of you mentioned, uh, we were able to sort of like appreciate the experience more of being you know in person. I like what um, uh, Ali said about yung having bad days, but at least you have your friends, your classmates, and your blockmates, you know, actually with you. Like you know, you have the same people going through the same things as you, compared as to like staring at them on a on a Zoom call like this, right? So 
yeah, it kind of makes things a bit more like bearable going through law school day by day. Because no joke, the law school. I mean, you guys go through a lot of readings and all that. I mean, recitation, they were very notorious for. Yeah, I heard that's something else. (laughs) What's more nerve wracking though, like in person or like on Zoom? Like when you recite? Honestly, for me, for some reason, on Zoom. Zoom. Maybe it's the, right? I don't know. Maybe because when it's on a screen, like the attention is like grabbed by everyone when your name is like called and then. You don't know, like everyone will will look towards your screen. Because when it's oh. in class, you're all facing them on the teacher. So not everyone has to make puns in if you're if you remain standing. Right? Isn't that the the thing? If you don't know the answer, you remain standing until everyone like who answers it can sit down. Mm-hmm. But when it's online, I understand that if someone says something and it's a name, everyone's gonna look for the person in the yeah, maybe that. Yeah, that's true. I, I would, I would be more scared actually to listen to speaker view, my highlight. Show. Yeah, do it, yo. And then they'll, they'll yeah. pin it on you so that it can't leave. Oh my god, that's so scary. <laughs> but I know it also. I don't know if it's just me, but some most of the profs are more lenient when it's in person. Oh, that's so true. Or if the, when the classes were still online, I think the fact that we were just staying at home. They expected us to be able to read more or mm-hmm. more, um, I guess, prepared. attend the material. Yeah, prepared yeah. for the material. I guess also they understand that with the daily grind, we, we're not going to be able to cover as much in their yeah. essay. They're not as harsh when it comes to asking questions or if you can't answer, some profs will help guide you through the essay. So yeah. I think it's better on, in person. I think that's because you know, in online, uh, there's a tendency or there's a chance that uh, my code is sa tabi, sa tabi mo. Or, that's why I think the professors are more harsher in online because yeah, the professors get this idea that ano, eh, na baka yeah. hindi good faith. Baka daya itong bata na to or something. Ganun, ganun Unlike in on-site, it's just... Uh, Mono y mono with the professor. Wala kang chance to radio or wala kang chance to, to read something. Diba? So, mm-hmm. uh, mas lenient sila sa on-site. So, I think. That's interesting. I thought nga it would be the other way around. Pero, yeah. So, sa so Zoom pala yung mas nakakapagla. Diba? Pero, yeah. I mean, to, <laughs> kayo naman yung nasa law school. Diba? So, but, yeah. That's very interesting not to know. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you guys go through a lot in law school. Diba? I mean, it's crazy. I mean, me and Ton, we, we've talked to like med students you know, the other episode. And naman, like, they also go through so much like, you know, stuff. Right? So, massive respect to you guys you know, for, you know, really grinding out there. I mean, this is something you guys wanted to get into. Naman, right? So I, again, like no regrets you know, going into law school. Right? Even though Mahira, you still wanted it's it. Worth it. Yeah, it's going to be worth it in the end. Right? So ayun, in the future. Speaking of the future, so you know, how does it feel? So this is where we get a bit more rich feet, like very like the secretary was so talking about the future, Diva. So, you know, how do you guys feel being a part of the future generation of lawyers, the future of the 
justice system here in the Philippines, diba? So how does it feel, you know, working towards being a part of that, diba? Mm. How does it feel? I think once you're in law school, that's when you start to realize that all of your preconceived notions of it super far off from what it mm-hmm. actually is. Okay. And like mm, the future of the legal profession, I think it's too soon to say, but <laughs> it is it is it is like a, something pinned on my yeah. on my board obviously. But then I think it's really a matter of living day to day that mm-hmm. you have a goal in mind, it's long term. And you really have to invest in your day-to-day to get there. And it's realizing that whatever you're going through on the daily, like no matter how many cases, if it's 50, if you're reading 100 articles or more for your exam, it's realizing that whatever you're in right now, it's so much bigger than yourself. Like you're not just preparing yourself for the bar. You're preparing yourself for everyone else you'll meet after all your clients, all of the people you'll meet. That's what. That's really what you're preparing for every day you go to class. So yeah, that's, that's my take on it. <laughs> I agree that initially, we all have our personal reasons going into law school. You know, some of my blockmates would say, oh, I wanted to go because I want to get rich or I wanted to go because I was bored. I don't know what else to do with my life. And once you're already in, you you realize that it really is such a big responsibility. You're no longer just studying for yourself. You're no longer just working towards um, a personal goal. Because as a lawyer, especially in Ateneo, they always remind us that at the end of the day, we're working for the country. We're working for the people because that's our job. It, our job is to interpret the law and to help people be able to use the law f- for their protection. So if we lack in doing that or if we don't do our best or if we don't remind ourselves that that is our purpose then how will we be able to help that greater purpose that greater cause that if we're just thinking all the time that it's for ourselves or it's for ourselves or it's for a short term or a personal goal lang and you're not thinking about how you affect everyone else around you because as what Ali mentioned um Whatever we learn in law school, whatever we take from our time in law school, we inevitably, inevitably we're going to carry that into our career, into the legal profession. So if we don't know what we're doing, you know, what, how can we help them? How can we help the people that we're going to encounter in the future? Um, uh, I think it's uh, still premature yata, to think about uh, no, uh, how, am I, how I feel if I'm going to be a lawyer. Because... Uh, I'm just trying to survive tomorrow because I'm here to go to school. But uh, yeah, tama naman the other, the, uh, si Arian and si Ali, that uh, uh, once you become lawyers, everything that you you learn from law school and all the experiences you had, uh, it's going to define what kind of lawyer you're going to be. Uh, whether you want to use your uh, skills to help those who are less fortunate, whether you want to help the environment, or gusto mo lang maging stooge sa BIR or something. Uh, everything that you learn that will define what kind of lawyer you will be. So whether uh, whether it's a competent lawyer, uh, environment lawyer, uh, tax lawyer, uh, it's going to define, it's going to help define uh, in the future generations uh, what, the, what the lawyer profession is and how 
in your own way, you're going to meet the ends of justice, especially in our uh, judicial system. Yeah, I love that. You know, taking things day by day, because like mentioned, uh, it's not easy being in law school. I mean, like what Insel said, I'm just trying to survive. The bus, so I don't really like want to think about the future, but at least you guys do have that purpose uh, of why you're doing it. Right? You know, eventually um, becoming a lawyer and then helping you know people. Right? And you know, I think that's very important to keep in mind, especially since so having a purpose like that, you know, for your when you graduate or when you pass the the bar, you know, at least it helps you guys keep uh, keep yourselves like sane, you know, keep keep yourselves going about you know, what you're doing. So yeah, and I think you guys accepting the situation that you're in now and literally just taking it day by day, it shows us a certain level of maturity. And like you guys constantly adjusting to like we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, right? There could be another big pandemic thing, knock on wood, and then you're back to online again, and then a few months later you're gonna go back to face to face, and then you're gonna have to adjust all over again. Like it takes a lot of discipline as well. And there are certain like skills that you guys pick up coming off of adjusting all of those things, like you get better time management, stuff like that. So what are the biggest things that you guys have learned? Number one, about yourselves as law students. And then let's put aside the, the law student aspect of you guys because people are more than one thing. So what have you guys learned about yourselves as people in general because of all these experiences? Like maybe you realize that you can handle way more than you thought you could in the beginning, right? Looking at yourselves from when you guys started law school all the way until now, how much you guys have grown as people, as students. I think as a law student, um, coming from undergrad, the experience is very different. Like in college, you could go days, even weeks without studying and you're fine. You're going to pass. But then mm. in law school, I thought nah, it could be the same, that I don't have to do so much. I'll still be able to get through it. But throughout my first year, I realized I really have to put in the work, the hours every single day, even on weekends, even if I don't want to. And it's hard because Profs are really tough, and we've never had that kind of experience in undergrad, that they're really going to grill you. And basically, there are moments you feel like you're the one teaching the class. The prof is kind of just there to get the questions out of you. So it felt like a lot of pressure at first, and I thought that I wouldn't really be able to take a lot of the criticism from the profs, because some profs have, they, they can have, like, mean comments towards your asset and I've seen some of my blockmates in the past that one um lecture from a prof one instance of a prof getting angry they can't handle it anymore or they break down and I can't blame them because it's a new experience and they're not used to it so um I thought also I would have a hard time dealing with those kinds of um instances but after a while you kind of get used to it. Eh? Like you kind of just start growing a thick skin that whatever a prof tells you, even if they're mad or even if they, they're super critical um, to the point that it's, it feels a little bit insulting to you. You kind of just take it on the chin and you're, you remind yourself that it's just um, a moment for you to realize that you need to do better. That it's not that you're a terrible law student or that um, you're bad at what you're doing. It's just more of 
you constantly have to improve yourself. Otherwise, yeah, you're not. It's it, you're not gonna be able to get through it. Because I understand why there's such a high expectation. Because as we've mentioned before, it is such a big responsibility to be a lawyer. So if you're not performing at your very best level, then it's gonna reflect in the work you're gonna end up doing. And I think also relating that to my personal life, I guess I've become more resilient in whatever challenge or anything stressful that I face. Because when I was younger, it's not like you're really faced with such crazy things or such um, emotionally draining things. And I think going through law school, that made me realize that no matter how scary something is or no matter how anxious I can be about something, it's not that I'm just going to completely stop what I'm doing just because I'm scared or just because I'm, wor- I'm worrying about what's going to happen. It's more of, okay, yes, I'm anxious. Okay, yes, I'm worrying about this thing, but it doesn't mean I can't get through it because if I can get through a really tough prof, a really scary prof, then whatever it is that I'm going through in life, then I'm pretty sure I can work my way around it. I can be sad about it. I can be I can be tough on myself about it, but I'm still going to get through it. So learn from law school. Uh, I suppose I'd say it's okay to make mistakes uh, because when you're in law school, oh my God, you're going to make so many mistakes, lalo na sa mga recitations, address it. And it's okay to make mistakes. Uh, it's not a reason to give up because when you make a mistake, uh, it's good because uh, there's it means that you still have an opportunity to learn and better yourself uh, because... I think usually it means na, uh, you can you can better yourself tapos when you, when you get that resit, uh you're, you're gonna remember it forever you're gonna probably not forever but you're gonna remember it enough that uh, it's not gonna happen again it's not gonna happen to you again because uh, you're gonna make sure that uh, you're, gonna do, siguro you're gonna do everything in your power to make sure it won't happen again Kaya it's, a, it's a huge learning experience that uh, it's okay to make mistakes and uh and to keep moving forward and to learn from it, uh, learn from it para, and what happened again. Tapos, uh, learning as person, siguro naman, uh, I shouldn't belittle myself because uh, law school is such a huge experience. So, after all the challenges you went through, uh, it can't, uh, it just means that you could handle it because uh, you're still here. You, you haven't been kicked out. You're still here. Uh, you're still uh, G to challenge the props, you're still 2G to study endless nights. Uh, you shouldn't doubt yourself. Uh, you should you should realize I think you should realize that uh that, that this is something you can do and anything that the world throws at you, it's something that you can overcome as long as you have some endurance, perseverance, uh, as long as you believe in yourself. So uh, don't believe it, don't belittle yourself, just believe that you could do it and eventually you can overcome it and get that you know, get become a member of that uh, the the bar. I thought you were gonna say get that bread for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say get the degree, pero medyo malayo pa yun eh. Spitting facts. I feel like law school is such a communal experience that, like, of course we go through different stuff on the daily, but then at the end of the day, the feelings towards it are relatively the same. So I share the sentiments of everyone when it comes to like what you learn, like every day. Because every day you're learning something new. And with that 
I feel like as a lot at the law student level, my greatest takeaway so far is realizing that you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all in second year, right? Um, right now we're juggling twenty four units, and all of almost all of our subjects are going to be part of the bar. Meaning this midterm season, we have eight exams oh, spread out over 10 days. It's a pretty wild ride. So it's really a matter of like knowing yourself and realizing that I can understand anything that they throw at me. But in terms of how I'm going to do it. Because I'm not going to be able to do this the normal route and literally just read everything again and again. Like, I have to be smart about what am I going to read? How much time am I going to spend on one thing? Like, yeah, for me, that was like the biggest takeaway as a student. Um, like with Ariane and Intel, like, as a person, it's really a matter of being a little bit more forgiving towards yourself. Because most of the law students I meet, and me personally also, we're all so hard on ourselves like tiniest little thing like if a pro for example during reset if a prof asks you to recite a provision verbatim meaning you have to say the law in its exact words and you accidentally say or instead of n and that automatically brings down your grade from 100 to 90 imagine that's 10 points what the one word Right? One word. And, like, there are people who are really gonna cry over it. Because mm-hmm. it's not a matter of just 10 points. That's easily, like, that's easily, an, that's easily one night, one night law. <laughs> Sorry. That's, like, you easily lose one night of sleep trying to do mm-hmm. that. Because so much of what we do on the daily, so much of our five-minute recit, so much of what's behind our five-minute recitation is, like, nights of no sleep days of not being able to eat properly because we're studying and it's about realizing like at a personal level it's really about realizing that it's not that we're not working it's not that we're not trying it's really just more of we're trying what we're trying our best and we have to be a little bit more forgiving at the end of the day because we're still human so yeah yeah exactly i love that but you're cutting yourself some slack I mean, just being in law school at all, it's like already such That's a such achievement. Thing. Yeah. Like going through the day by day, like things that you guys have to do. And yeah, I know it's hard. It does get frustrating. You know, I completely understand the people who, I mean, are hard on themselves because they really want this. It shows them that they really want it. That's why they're getting like frustrated and all that. But it's really important to really cut yourself some slack and. Like take breaks also. I think that was something that was brought up in the original episode we did, like about dealing with the stress of law school. Very key to like um, taking like mental health breaks, diba? like spending a bit of time with family or like hobbies that you do despite your busy schedule, because it really helps. Diba? You can't really function well in already such a cutthroat, hard environment like law school if you yourself you're breaking down. Diba? So yeah, it's good that you guys have that like shared mindset of, you know, not being too hard on yourselves and really just celebrating the small wins also. So yeah, I think that's great and would definitely help you guys 
continue to move forward. You guys have a long way to go. So, you know, good luck diba, to, you know, the, the future years coming ahead. For sure, you guys will push through it naman and, you know, be lawyers in the future. Diba? We'll be manifesting this podcast a lot. So, yeah, for sure, you guys will do well. Diba? <laughs> yeah. Diba? So, ayun, I guess to kind of like end na lang on a final question. Um, you guys have given pretty good advice, honestly. You mga learnings that you mentioned, Danina, those are pretty good advice in itself. Na. But, you know, I guess to kind of like do a little a nice little question for like a final question. If you guys could like say something to your to yourself 10 years ago, to your younger self, you know, looking at where you guys are now, like with everything you've experienced, you know, what advice would you give to yourself? So simple yet so low. Okay, I go first. <laughs> I know what I'd say to myself. Uh, Don't take low. Don't take low. <laughs> nah, nah, I'd say take low. And I know, uh, I'll just say to myself, Kaya mo yan. And hmm. you're gonna make uh, some sacrifices, but it's gonna be worth it because anything that the, anything that law school throws at you, it could it can be overcome and you can overcome it. Kaya mo lang. Kaya, kaya mo yan. Just uh, believe you can fly. Did you fly? Believe lang. Oh my uh, god. Think your younger no. self would be terrified of you and so. <laughs> Is this what I become when I go to law school? Oh god. Arms, what would we tell our 10 year old selves? Joke. 12. 12. Yeah, For context, worry. we've been classmates since fifth, fifth grade. grade. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And then we went to college together, and now we're in law school together. Hmm. Obsessed with each other or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think the first thing I would tell myself is it's not as glamorous as it's built out to be. It's not, you know, it's not just rainbows and butterflies. Like, it really is a challenge. And it's not something that you can just, you know, cruise through. Like, you really have to put in everything of yourself to be able to get through it, to be able to succeed. Like, you can't just think na, oh, I won't read. It'll be fine. Like, it really is hard work. Like, it's not just a means to get rich. Like, it's not what people tell us it is or what the general notion of it is and I think the second thing I tell myself is to not be so scared because at first when you're going into it yeah the first thing that enters your mind is this is scary this is overwhelming this is a lot to take in but at the end of the day like what Ali said Kanina you can be forgiving towards yourself and I think that's really important that you do that because if you don't, then you're just going to be pushed towards giving up because you're going to think you can't handle it. So I think the second thing I tell myself is you can handle it. <laughs> I think what I tell myself 10 years ago was that you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, Things weren't so clear yet, and I can't say that they're very clear right now. 
But then life has a way of putting you on a path where you kind of feel like you're meant to be at. And I think it's a shared feeling naman for the three of us now. We want to be here. And it's safe to say that I think it's safe to tell my younger self that apart from it being okay, like, it'll work out. <laughs> like, I don't know. Sorry, it's not as profound as I thought it was going to be. But then it's really the reality of law school that you really don't know what's going to happen next most of the time. Yeah. And you have to be okay with that. So that's something I tell myself also that it's fine if you really don't know what's going to happen next. As long as you do what you can with the time that you have, with the resources that you have. And you don't you don't make a waste of it or you don't waste it rather. Then that's more than enough. Because at the end of the day, you're here for some you're here for a particular purpose. And as long as you remember why you're doing it and what you're doing it for, who you're doing it for, then everything will play out and you're going to be okay no matter how scary your prof is, no matter how hard the bar might be. It, it'll okay. work out. I think mm-hmm. there's, a, there's like a certain <laughs> pressure that people put on themselves to have everything figured out at a certain point in their life, right? That's why, like, when you think about the, this question, what did you ask your younger self? And then they see this version of you now where you say that you're doing so well it's it's good because that means that they're gonna get to that point someday but it also can put so much pressure on them to how do i get to there but to see that you know even in these different points of our lives no matter how old you are that you still don't have everything figured out and yet that's okay that's more reassuring than me telling my younger self oh you're gonna be so successful like i would rather hear that i'm I'm not doing the best, but I'm still surviving and I'm doing okay. Because that means that I've stuck through whatever it is that I've been doing for so long and I'm still alive, right? Like what all of you guys are saying. You just take things day, you just take things day by day, just keep doing it, and eventually it's gonna get better. Like that's the real payoff there. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is that what you were gonna say? <laughs> No, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's, um, we wanted to do this episode, yeah, um, for especially for people listening out there who are in the same boat as you guys and don't really get the chance to talk about what they're going through and reflect, like, what you guys just did. And for those who are contemplating palang on, you know, getting into law school, it's nice that we've been able to give you guys this, like, little platform to, again, reflect and share your learnings experiences so hopefully people you know stumble upon this podcast they find some comfort they are gonna be okay so as long as you take things day by day you know never give up it sounds all cliche but it's true that's really the mindset you need to have to get through you know um, law school and basically anything in life so yeah um, good job guys we're very happy that again to sharing uh, your, your experiences. We really appreciate it. Uh, me and Ton definitely learned um, a lot. Right? We always learn something from doing our podcasts and we apply whatever it is that we learn from you guys to our own, like, to our own shit. For sure. <laughs> so, that's yeah. So, before we end, I guess it's the time we're asking you guys to plug anything. 
I know you guys are law students. Like, it's not like we're interviewing like <laughs> influencers, but like we're gonna let you guys plug all your shit anyway. So, if you want anyone to follow you guys on whatever. I don't know. <laughs> all we do is read. <laughs> That's all we do. <laughs> so plug um, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Plug your inactive Instagram. Since start inactive. Oh yeah, I mean we'll follow and support you guys. Yeah, so and yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to plug anything. We'll just plug it secretly. We'll, you'll just see it in the description of the. Nice, nice. <laughs> the Spotify. But yeah, we really appreciate again you guys taking the time to be here. It's it's crazy how we can know so little about something and yet we learn so much from the people talking about them. Like, at the end of the day, we're all just people, the right? Like, doesn't matter what what walk of life we've chosen, the relatability is that we're just people. We're just taking it on a day by day and doing what we're doing. And it's so great that you guys are going down this path that you're so committed towards. And we're for sure, you guys are gonna do so well. Like what we said, we're a good manifestation like area. So <laughs> wala nang ifs, just whens, right? Mm-hmm. When you guys are done, you guys exactly. are gonna pass the bar and you guys are gonna be lawyers. We can't wait to see all of your future, (laughs) all of your future careers and endeavors. So, yeah, thank you so much again. Really appreciate you guys being here. And for everyone who's listening, everyone who's watching supporting our content, really appreciate it. This has been another episode of the Screw Up Standpoint. Again, you can take it or leave it. And we will see you guys in the next episode.